business ain't got a lot to say. On all the things we go through within the day. Politics, dating, recipes, traveling. And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen. Hip-hop. I take no L's. I'm always booking flights. This is my lovely lunatic Leo life. Come on, get two steps in the room. This is my lovely lunatic Leo life. Come on, get two steps in the room. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. I know it's been a minute, but guess who's back? Your girl, Miss A, the one and only Miss A. Now, this show is going to be exciting. My last show was basically about prepping for a trip that I went on. Um, It was a solo trip to Thailand. And so this show, I will be bragging about my trip and letting you know how important it is for somebody to go away and do a solo trip, whether it's in the United States or in America. It was such an amazing experience. Um, I don't even know how to put it into words, but I will try in this podcast because it was very important to me, this trip, and very special. So I learned a lot about myself, and I learned how to maybe calm myself down as well. So, yeah, we're going to get into that. Um, So I had a solo trip to Thailand. I planned this for three years, but um, each year I had, well, the last two years I had weddings that were out of the country. So destination weddings I had to go to. So of course I pushed it to the side, but I knew I was going to go. So pushing it to the side didn't mean anything. As soon as I'm able to and was able to, I sure as hell went. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is why I am here today to talk to you about my fabulous fucking trip. And it was so amazing. Um, welcome to my lovely lunatic Leo life. Okay. I also will talk about trap karaoke, which I did um a few days or friday so we'll get into that towards the end so make sure you stay tuned and i hope you enjoy everything that's about to go down i apologize for sounding a little mannish i uh caught a cold a few days after I got back. So my mom was over it. It's just mad nasally. But anyway, let's get into it. So um, my trip, again, like I said, was amazing. I went to two different regions of Thailand. I went to the northern region to a city called Chiang Mai, which is in the mountains. And I was there for four days. And then I went to the southern region in Phuket, which is where the beaches are. And I was there for five days. Um, I wish I would have did five days in Chiang Mai and four days in Phuket, but you know, it all, everything happened for a reason. That was my whole thing on this trip. Everything is happening for a reason. I would meet people that would tell me what they're going through. I'm like, listen, everything happens for a reason. And I'll explain, um, that soon, but yeah, so basically I took a lot of steps in doing things that I wouldn't normally do. So that was a big hurrah for me. Okay. Um, I, okay. So the first night I got there, mind you, I had been traveling for 21 hours. It was 16 hours to get from New York to Hong Kong and had an hour and a half layover, which was not bad at all. And then, um, a two and a half hour flight from Hong Kong to Chiang Mai. (coughs) 
excuse me, coming back, I did a 14 hour flight. Luckily we were ahead of schedule. So it was like 14 and a half hours from, I'm sorry, three hours from Hong Kong. I mean, from Phuket to Hong Kong and then, uh, 14 and a half hours from Hong Kong to New York. So coming back wasn't that late. However, it took an hour and a half for me to get my luggage, but that's neither here or there. So, Chiang Mai, the first night I arrived, I they have something called Grab, which is like an Uber. So, I called a Grab, or I did Grab through my phone, and you have an option to use a moped or a car. So, normally, I would take a car, and I was about to take a car, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just take the moped. And it was a little bit cheaper, too. Not so much cheaper, but I wasn't going too far from my hotel, so I felt kind of safe. And I was nervous, so I, you know, got it ready for him to come. I was nervous the whole time, like, yo, I'm really about to get on a moped. To some people, that ain't shit, but to me, that is huge because I'm letting somebody else guide my life, okay? In another city, I don't even have insurance in America. What would happen to me if he crashed or my leg got amputated? You know what I'm saying? So I was a little leery. I was a little screwed or whatever, but it all worked out. He got me to my destination safely, and it was to go eat this uh at this food stand with the lady in a cowboy hat which i found her or saw her on anthony bourdain a few years ago and she's been pretty popular since then so i'm like you know what let me go try it out and i didn't really enjoy the food honestly but you know other people love it so i have i'm gonna have that on my youtube page so make sure you go check out my subscribe to my youtube page miss a T V Adrian. That's M I S S space A space T V space A D R I E N N E. Miss A T V Adrian, all four words. Um, it's not up to now. I only have one thing up, and that was from my Elephant Sanctuary Day, which I'm gonna get into. So, um, I went there, and then from there, it took a took took to go to a couple of bars. You know, I went to two bars that night. Didn't stay long. Just had a drink and then left, just to fill out the city. And it was already late, and I've been traveling all day, so. I knew my day was going to start early. In Chiang Mai, I had so many things to do. That was where all my tours and excursions were. I, Sunday, so I arrived Saturday. Sunday, I had to, or my tour was to go on a motorbike, the same type of motorbike that I took the night before. However, I'm the one riding it. And if it wasn't for Miami, I would have never known that I would do this. But I had so much fun in Miami riding around on those motorbikes. So, or moped. I don't know what you call it, but it's a motorcycle, but it's not with your feet on the sides. It's in front of you, you know. So, to me, it's a little bit more safe, you know. I don't really know. But, uh, yeah, I did that shit. And I was on it all day, going up a mountain on public streets. Mind you, the first street that we turned the corner on, the major street, I almost hit a car. So that was like, oh, shit. Is this this what it's about to be like? But luckily, there was no more accidents. Lola, what are you doing? Lola, you know what? I'm sorry. That's my baby. So, um... My baby is in my cat. <laughs> so I took, I was brave enough to go on this moped and it was a tour. I had a tour guide and another gentleman on the tour with me. So it was only three of us, which is pretty cool. Um, I was in the middle, thank God, because when you're going up a mountain, there's only two lanes. So cars got to wait to go past you. Can you imagine that? And it can be scary sometimes because they like, you know, hurry up and get the fuck out the way and come close to you towards the edge of the road. So it was a little bit scary. We went to two waterfalls 
And we went to an elephant sanctuary. And then we also went to a village where I was able to buy some souvenirs. And it was a beautiful, beautiful view. Like, on the mountains. Beautiful day. <clears throat> I bought my big-ass book back thinking I needed mad shit. I really didn't need it. But it came in handy when it came to all my... um my souvenirs I bought so that was my whole day up the mountain and back down on a moped all day from nine to about four o'clock and I was pretty proud of myself so before I went to Chiang Mai I joined a few Facebook travel groups and there was one group called brothers and sisters in Chiang Mai so I'm like okay they have dinners on Sundays or they try to have dinners on Sundays for expats or people visiting Chiang Mai black or people of color or minorities not necessarily for only, but, you know, that's the name of the group, Brothers and Sisters of Chiang Mai. So I wasn't sure if I'd be able to meet up for dinner, but luckily I was like, you know what, let me go. Even though dinner started around the time I got back to my room, but I just got red dressed, um, showered, dressed, and went back out. And I met some pretty amazing people. There was 10 of them, or maybe including me, it was 10. And some of them been living there for years. It was all ages, older men, older women, people my age, people younger than me. And truth be told, I was like a newbie there, you know, like a newbie as far as traveling, even though I travel, I've always traveled, but these people have been traveling for years and just don't know when they're going to come back home to America or Canada or the UK. So it was pretty amazing to see that. And then to tell them that I was here on by myself, they seem pretty amazed, but they're traveling and living here by themselves. So to me, I'm amazed by them, but their guests were amazed by me or at least making me feel good about myself you know what I mean these people are professionals they've been doing this for years some of them just decided not to come back home so they stayed out there sorry guys okay so it was pretty nice to connect with some people over there because honestly I didn't see many black people in Chiang Mai if it wasn't for that dinner um I don't know. I wouldn't have seen that many blacks. But the thing about Chiang Mai is that there's so many expats. So it's less touristy, but it's still a lot of tourists there, but it's less touristy as Phuket. So in Chiang Mai, when black people come see you, they embrace you. They're happy to see you. They talk to you. Um, it's not just, hi, how are you? We actually have conversations. So I went to the night market on Sunday and you know, my appetite wasn't really that big. Now, mind you, I love to eat and I thought I was going to be eating everything that I saw, but I really didn't. And I don't know if it's because I wasn't smoking weed, you know, sometimes you need to smoke and get some appetite. I don't know if that was the case, but I didn't really um, eat that much in Thailand and I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I feel like I need to go back. Because there's some good things, but they do too much sweetness with meats and foods, and I'm not really a sweets person. So maybe that was the reason, but um, on the Sunday market, I bought so many souvenirs, so that was good. It was packed. It was packed. It's Now, they always have night markets, but this is a special market every Sunday, so that's where a lot of people go to buy stuff. Tourists go, you have special prices compared to a regular night market. But I did that, and that was it. I, you know, went there after dinner with the people, and then I went home. Now, I have stickers about my podcast. So, of course, naturally, I posted it everywhere I could possibly post it. I have it in a few tuk-tuks, and I would be so amazed and so happy when somebody post reposts my shit like somebody did on Sunday, on Friday at Trap Karaoke. Just taking a picture, like, wow, 
Okay, she working hard over here in Thailand. So that was my first full day in Thailand. My next day was the whole purpose of me going to Thailand was to go for the elephant. So that was a day I was looking so forward to doing, and I am so happy I went. Even though I did an elephant sanctuary with the uh, motorbike the night before, the day before, it was only for an hour. So I got to hug an elephant. You know, like I said, everything will be up on my YouTube. I got to hug an elephant, you know, I fed them sugar cane. It was only for like two hours we were out there. But this day was a whole day. Now, mind you, this was, like I said, this was my whole purpose of going to Thailand. My, I love elephants for life. So when I get picked up, my guide says, today is your lucky day. It's only three of you. Mind you, these tours always have 20 to 40 people. And on my tour, it was me and a couple from UK, from Manchester. They were so cute. They were very nice and sweet. And they got engaged over there, too. She she messaged me. She was loving my Instagram. And, you know, it was, like I said, you meeting new people. So we spoke a lot. You know, I'm talkative. And I was worried about not meeting people when I was on my way there. Um, I don't know why, because I always meet people and I talk to people. But it was just being nervous. You know, you're going away. You don't know what to expect. So... When they came in, I was just chatting away, you know, but I wanted, I wanted to give them some space. I wasn't talking too much, but they were, they were embracing me and I was embracing them. And we spent the whole day with elephants together. We got to feed them. We made vitamin balls out of natural stuff for them. I can't list all of it, but like I said, this day is on my YouTube page already. So make sure you go subscribe and like and share, please. It doesn't cost you anything to share. Um, Miss ATV Adrian, my YouTube. So. those of you guys new to my podcast i'm sorry for my cheering um it comes with my app i just don't (laughs) i don't know how to cut that shit off but whatever so i like i was saying um we fed them and everything's on my youtube page but what we also got to do is walk with them in the jungle now these people it's called into the wild elephant sanctuary it was like an hour drive outside of Chiang Mai into the mountains like we really were out in the mountains to get to location was off ramp, off site, off the map. Like I would never be able to find that shit on my own. But it's perfect because the elephants get to roam. They own three mountains, so the elephants get to roam. They're not enclosed anywhere. Um, there's a little river there. We got to ba- uh, walk with them while they in the little jungle where they knocked down trees and ate the bark, and we just let them be in their environment and just watched and was with them and not in their way and. It was just so beautiful and so amazing, and I just couldn't believe that I'm walking amongst these great creatures. I really feel like I was an elephant back in the day, like, no cap. I really feel like a connection to them. And when they look at you, they really look at you. When you're looking at them, I don't know. If I said, hey, baby, I feel like they're looking at me and responding back to me. Call me what you want to call me, but this is what I was getting. And... After we did that, we had lunch. They gave us food. And then we gave them a mud bath, which is good for their skin. Um, Their skin feels like concrete. It's very, very rough um, and very thick, but it's sensitive to sun rays. When you see elephants with spots, like those pink spots, that's actually sunburn. Um, So they need mud to help them 
cool off and to keep the mosquitoes away and to keep their skin protected. So we got to play with them, which I have that. Unfortunately, with my action camera, it was I was new to it. So I was using my head cam, but the way it was positioned was mainly in the sky. <laughs> but don't worry, I still got some good footage. But it was just great just being around them. And so after we were in the river, now mind you, they could be peeing and pooping in the river. I was probably swimming amongst all of that shit. So what? I peed in the river too. <laughs> it is what it is but it was just great a whole day with them and it was special it was a very special day and when we had a break to ourselves I just had to sit back and reflect and every moment I got it was just like yo I'm really in Thailand it's not even I was by myself it was just the fact that I'm really in Thailand like I'm across the world okay I've been to Ghana I lived in Ghana for a few years I mean, sorry, for a few months, for seven months. Well, my family's from there, so I stayed with family. It wasn't like a whole solo trip like this one. But I've traveled to different countries. And to me, this was so much more different than what I normally do. It was always the Caribbean or Ghana, you know? So I just was so happy and just reflecting on life. Like, you got to do whatever it is that you want to do. I can't wait. I was supposed to go with six people to Thailand. I cannot wait for people to go and do what I want to do in my real life. If you wait for people, you're never going to do what it is that you want to do. So it would just hit me like, like a bolt of lightning like I don't even <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it I would just hit me like yo you're in Thailand bitch like I'll be just chilling minding my business eating something bitch you're in Thailand I could be playing with the elephants bitch you're playing with elephants in Thailand this is what you wanted you made your dreams come true and people would tell me like yo this is a trip of a lifetime I'm so proud of you I'm so happy but to me I didn't feel like it's a trip of a lifetime because I feel like I'm going to be doing this often. You know what I mean? I might have many trips of a lifetime. So what is what do you call that? You know, and I just want to express the importance of having your time alone because you don't have to worry about anybody else, just yourself. Of course, you got to be smart when you're traveling overseas to another country or even your own country. But it's like... You have time for, you don't have to worry about going out to a club. You might want to go out to the club one minute, next minute. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about disappointing your friends. Like, I wanted to go out. I thought we were doing this. I thought we were doing that. And you don't feel like it. Last minute change, okay? You can pace yourself. You don't have to wait for people to do the makeup. I don't do makeup. I just wear eye makeup and lip stuff. That's it. So when I have to wait for other people, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? You taking too long. You know, I don't have to worry about any of that. So um, that night, of the elephant sanctuary, I just chilled. I don't think I did anything. I don't remember. Oh, I went across the street from my hotel or the street where my hotel was and I had some barbecue food. You can make the barbecue right at your table. You go get the ingredients and you make it, it was all you can eat. It came up to like $9 and it was mad food, but I didn't really enjoy it. Like I said, my appetite was kind of messed up and I wasn't cooking this shit right. I was getting frustrated, <laughs> but that was cool. Um, so Wednesday, which was going to be my final full, my final night in Chiang Mai, I did a cooking class, Smile Organic Cooking Farm. And, you know, they took us to a market. They picked me up in the morning, took us to the market just to show us around. We didn't get anything, but then they have a farm. We went to the farm and we cooked in like 
a building but it was no walls we were outside looking you know what i mean so you'll see that on my youtube again it's not up there yet but it'll be up there soon and we cooked seven different ingredients i did the full day you had the choice of half day tour or full day i did the full day so a full day was just an extra meal and dessert coconut sticky rice so I made chicken fried rice, I made a curry, and then I made two different soups out of the curry. It was just a cool, like, you know, <coughs> and you got to eat the food, so, and you met people, there was people in my group from, um, a couple from Germany, there was a girl from Paris, I'm from France, um, two friends from California, and this other guy from wisconsin or utah something out there um you know so it was cool everyone was so friendly and for me when i tell people i was there by myself that was a major conversation starter like that really people were intrigued by that so i was like all right i'm with the shits if you with the shits this is a conversation we're meeting when you go away by yourself you will talk to more people than if you're with a group of friends i'm promising you because because people might you know, you're with your friends. They might be too intimidated to come talk to more than one or more than two people. Um, some of your friends might have a face that doesn't look friendly, so they're not going to come talk to you. But everybody loved my vibe, loved my energy. I love extravagant jewelry. Not expensive, but extravagant. My girl, Leather Candy Accessories. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. And if you do purchase from her, tell her Miss A sent you. But Leather Candy Accessories, I wore her big old earrings. And I just had, like, a cute overall shorts or whatever. And they were loving it. Like, it was just the jewelry was popping. My hair, I got blue hair. I'm a big black woman. Beautiful at that. People were just attracted to my aura. And it made me feel so good. So people were souping me up in person. Then I was posting everything on my IG stories and my IG TV. So I had that group of people telling me that they were so inspired and that they were loving everything I was doing and keep posting. And it was just so much feeling of greatness and accomplishments and just happiness. Like I was just purely happy. And honestly, I don't remember the last time I was purely happy. Okay. Can I get it one time? It was just amazing. I was about to tear up, so I'm glad. My <laughs> Sometimes I'm glad these shits are long as hell because it gives me time to blow my nose, cough the life out of me, or not cry. So I just was grateful with everything that happened. Then, so that was what? That was that was Tuesday night. That was my last night in Chiang Mai. So one of the women that I met at the dinner on Sunday from the... Um, the dinner I went to with the Facebook group, she hit me up to do dinner. I was like, all right, cool. I was meeting up with another girl I met on the Facebook group, but she wasn't able to come to dinner. And she had been in Chiang Mai for a few weeks already. So me and her were keeping in touch here and there about meeting up. So I brought two other people together. Look at that. Um, we went to dinner at a nice, it was a, like when we go to dinner, I didn't do any fancy dinners. The only time I did a fancy dinner is when I met up with the group. Um, because they suggested the place. It was fancy. The food was still cheap. The food was very good and the drinks were cheap and the f drinks were very good. So, 
Um, this place was like, they had some grilled fish, grilled tilapia, um, prawns, huge prawns and omelet. That's what we got. So we all met up and they were loving each other. Like one of the women took six months off of work to go and travel Southeast Asia by herself. Another woman, um, Ambria, and I'm sorry, Danica is the one that's, um, traveling Southeast Asia and Ambria was the one who was just traveling she's like you know what i don't know when i'm going back home i'm just gonna be traveling she's in australia now danica's in vietnam now okay like i told you i'm a newbie they've been doing this shit and bria's been traveling i think for i want to say six months or a year i'm sorry i forgot but she's been traveling and doesn't know when she's going back home okay so we went out to dinner and then we went to a bar and we that's what we had fun you know once the drinks kicked in we had a little bit more fun and it was just beautiful. I brought two people together that's going to keep in touch. I'm definitely going to keep in touch with both of these bomb women. You know what I mean? So it was just making connections, making connections and enjoying the time spent with others. And then we were walking down the street to go to another bar because we were going to go to a jazz club first, but it was packed. So we left and we saw this black, these two black people across the street. Um, they were cousins, a male and a female. And we started saying, hey, we're talking across the street. The one's from Atlanta, and one of my girls was from Atlanta. So they were in, almost from the same area. So they came over. We spoke and chat. We tried to get them to come out with us, but she had a meeting or an interview the next day over the phone. And you know what I mean? So this is just dopeness. We took pictures, you know, and this is the amazingness that I was talking about and just being solo. And again, when I told people I'm by myself, it's such a conversation starter. People are so amazed. To me, it was not a big deal. It was a big deal to be in Thailand, yes, but not to be by myself because I do shit by myself because I can't wait for others. So I just love the fact that it was a conversation starter. So that was it. I didn't go to any temples over there. Um, but it still was a spiritual trip for, if you're not spiritual or, you know, religious, it's a mind clearing trip, you know, like nothing is going to phase you. Nothing's going to bother you. The only time I had an issue was when I had to climb a fucking mountain down a mountain to go to a beach and have to climb back up to go back home. I'm going to get into that. But that was in Phuket. <laughs> so, you know, that was my time in Chiang Mai, which is awesome. I will also recommend all the places I go to. That will be in my uh YouTube page. And again, if you go follow my Instagram, my lovely lunatic Leo Life, you'll see my IG stories with everything. I posted everything, so you should be entertained. My IGTV have my recaps of the day. So those are a bit longer videos, you know, six to twelve minutes or whatever. But that was just amazing. So I did that and on um my next day was to go to Phuket, which was only two and a half hour flight. <coughs> $82. Phuket, I didn't really do anything. And that was the time I was grateful I was by myself because I my I was just tired. <laughs> Every day in Chiang Mai I had to do something. Phuket, I just chilled. The only excursion I had in Phuket was the tour of PP Islands. Which I almost didn't do, but I'm so glad I did because I really wouldn't have done shit in, in Phuket. Um, it was a great tour for 32 additional dollars, which is a thousand baht. I got to have a photographer take me pictures. Now, when you're alone, you don't really get to get a lot of solo full pictures. You could take selfies. You can stand your camera somewhere and then run and go take it. You know what I mean? So that's fine. But 
when I was on tours, people were able to take pictures. So that's another thing I'm grateful for doing for my tours. So I went to PP Island tour. It was an early morning tour. So they picked me up at five o'clock in the morning. We went to four different islands. We had breakfast. We had lunch. We saw monkeys. We got to uh, snorkel. That was amazing, but I gave myself an extra day. Like I said, I wasn't feeling the, I wasn't really getting too much food, but my first night in Phuket, I was looking at tattoo parlors because I wanted to get one. Um, I didn't get one because my money was starting to deplete, so, uh, I'm just gonna get something to represent it here. But, the food, I found this Egyptian spot. That's the first thing I ate in Phuket. That shit was so good. Phuket was much more lively, so much more lively. Where my hotel was, was in distance from a lot of places 20 minutes from bangla road which is a party central party central it's like bourbon street in new orleans um um and by from the mall so and it's so busy like and the stores up and down tattoos parlors everywhere and 7-elevens everywhere but everything was right where i could walk so i did a lot of walking um i went to oh i got weed finally yes i did okay uh, I had three little things that was already pre-rolled. And so I got that from one of the tattoo spots. And I needed it because I hadn't smoked for four days. Technically five days. So I was happy to come across. So I had to make that shit stretch for my five days. Which it only lasted three and a half days. <laughs> <coughs> but whatever. So that was it. Phuket was just amazing time. But you know, when you saw black people there, they just smiled and kept them moving because they're tourists. They're going to be going back home soon to see more black people. Chiang Mai is people that are traveling the world or live there. So they're more accepting to you. So Phuket, you know, it is what it is. I met a woman when I went to get my nails done over there and I met a woman and we talked, she's from Australia and we talked a lot, you know, and she was telling me her story. I was telling her mind. And so her, her boyfriend who she only known for six months and was traveling with him and his kids came and she introduced me like, hi, this is, oh, she was like, this is Adrian. She's from Jersey, United States and blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, okay. And then when he said that she's trapped, like when she said about me, he didn't seem interested. He was like, okay, well, whoop de doo <laughs> But then when she was like, oh, she's here by herself, then he was interested. He was like, wow, really? And then he would talk to me. So like I said, it was just amazing. Um, and that was my time in Phuket. I really didn't do that much in Phuket. I'm telling you, I guess my body was tired and I'm still adjusting. It's a 12 hour time difference from New York. So that was that. And I was preparing my body for another flight back home and a long journey. So I really just chilled. I went to the pool, rooftop pool. I went to this beach. Okay. This is where we get serious. I went to this beach. I met, okay. This is the day after my PP Island tour. I met this woman named um, Eileen, which coincidentally her birthday is the same day as mine, July 23rd. She was so dope. She was talking to me early on the trip when on the PP Island tour, we just clicked, you know, as an Asian woman, she used to live in uh, Miami, but she lives in Hong Kong. She's a fashion designer. Come on, fashion designer. And you should have seen what I was wearing, which you can see on my Instagram lives and you will see on my YouTube, um, videos coming soon. But to be talking for a fashion designer for Armani, you know, and she lives in Hong Kong working for that shit. So it was just, you know, we clicked, we talked most of the trip, um, and she was like, well, let's meet up tonight. Uh, I didn't go out with her that night because I was so tired. 
when I finished the tour, I came home and took a nap. I didn't want to go out, but I ended up going back out to Bangla Road because that was a party um, road. And I'm like, I need to go here before I leave. So I went there by myself and people were flocking to me, yo. I went by myself. I looked hella cute with just a tie-dye dress, but it's just, like I said, my jewelry's popping. I have blue hair and I'm big and black and beautiful. So people wanted to take pictures with me. Okay, this is not the only time. Even when I did my PP Island tour, an Indian couple came up to me. Um, and the husband wanted to take a picture and then this, uh, Filipino couple, they were so sweet on my tour. They wanted a picture. And so I was sitting at the bar minding my business. I was there for at least 45 minutes. And I saw this girl, I just happened to see her when she was leaving and she just came right to me. She was like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. She touched my hair. She touched my face. She touched my thighs. She's Russian. And her mother was at her. She's like, this is my mother. She's like, we love you. You're just so beautiful. Oh my God. And I just want to take pictures with you. So I took selfies with them. I should have given my card. Then another woman came up to me, a, a Thai lady. She was, uh, I think she was a dyke. She was a gay woman. You could tell by what she was wearing. And she just kept giving me a thumbs up. She's like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Thumbs up, thumbs up. And I was like, oh, thank you. I gave her my, my sticker. I didn't think to give the Russian girl. So then I went from that spot to another spot. And this girl kept looking at me. And she's standing right next to me. She's looking at me and she's talking to her boyfriend. She's looking at me and then she's talking to her boyfriend again. So I just gave her a dirty look like, yo, what the fuck you want? You don't want no sauce? Let me stop. I'm not confrontational, but if she wanted the sauce, I would have gave it to her because the way she was looking made me uncomfortable. And she was like, I'm so sorry. She's just like, I just want to take a picture with you, you know? So I was like, all right, what the hell? So I took a picture of her too. Anybody want to take a picture of me? I'm taking a picture of you in case you decide to do something with my pictures. I know what the fuck you look like. Or if you try to traffic my ass, I'm going to see you. Yeah. You all over my timeline. So you can't try to kidnap me or do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just interesting that people would just want to take pictures of me randomly but I didn't mind it you know I love pictures shit fuck it we can all take pictures of each other if that's what y'all want to do and then um that was oh so I say all that to say um I did I went back and then the next morning um, Eileen, the girl who was on my PPI on tour said that they're her and another guy who was on a tour were at the beach to come meet them. So I'm like, sure. I wanted to go to the beach anyway. So I'm all excited. Got my bathing suit on and my flip flops and my cute little cover up skirt, which isn't really so much cover up because it's holy. She was like, all you have to do was come meet us here and you just have to walk 10 minutes down a rocky road and that's it. I'm like, all right, cool. <sighs> Y'all, when I tell you that bitch lied, I don't mean to call her bitch disrespectfully. I'm just saying. Oh my God. I had to hike down a mountain. They, my legs felt like jelly. All I kept doing was going down stairs or ramps or, yo, and every corner I turned, I'm like, wait, there's more. It took me at least 20 minutes to come down this shit. F 10 minutes into this shit. My legs felt like jelly, yo. <laughs> Y'all can laugh all you want to, but this was seriously death to me. I was like, yo, and the whole time I'm going down, because mind you, it's already too late to go back up once I realize how far I've come. And then I look over the cliff. I'm like, wait a minute. I still got to go down some more of the mountain. Whole time I'm going down, I'm like, I'm going to have to come back up this shit. I'm not wearing sneakers. I'm not wearing shorts. Nothing. To, I'm wearing flip-flops and a bathing suit. This bitch said 10 minutes down a rocky road. No, I'm going half an hour down a mountain to get to this damn beach. Which, by the way, the beach was superbly beautiful. So, 
Uh, it was like a hidden gem. So luckily, luckily that shit was beautiful. If that shit was trash. I would have been pissed. So they had boats to go back to the island, which I didn't know. And I didn't know how much money it was. And this was like my second to last day. So my money was kind of funny. Um, and I needed to eat and, you know, get my little alcohol. So I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to go up. So we stayed at the mountain. I mean, the beach for two hours. I stayed in the water for like a whole hour. But the whole time I'm thinking, okay, so I'm going to have to go back up this mountain. It took me 20 minutes to come down. 30 minutes. It's going to take me longer to go up because I'm going to need a break. Like, I'm literally walking up a mountain. So when it was time to come up, they were like, you ready? I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't know how to prepare myself. The le- the gentleman, um, Ian, luckily, he was like, you want me to hold your bag? I was like, no, I'll hold it for a little bit. I'll give it to you later. Yo, I gave him my bag in two minutes. And this is only two minutes up the mountain. Going up this path was dirt. It was some concrete steps. It was dirt steps. They had ropes connected to trees to help you pull yourself up. If you make one wrong step and you fall, you're falling down the mountain. And it will hurt because there's trees and little bushes everywhere so i kept taking breaks i was breathing hard as hell i was sweating hard as hell getting bit by mosquitoes stopping every five minutes i could and luckily ian he he was so patient with me and i'm so happy i hope you're not talking about me after this but yo that shit was no joke no joke i will never stop talking about that mountain and what I had to go through and when I got back up now again I'm a big woman so when I got back up the guys that had a a stand with coconut milk I mean coconut water in a coconut or selling beer or whatever and they were just like here take a seat relax and I was just like you should have seen me climbing up this mountain like some parts I had to use my hands and my feet I don't know if I was being dramatic but that was just so I wouldn't fall with my flip-flops on but, yo, that shit was treacherous. Never again will I go there. The only time I'm going to this Freedom Beach is with boat. I'm not doing that shit. Next time I will tell people, I won't say 10 minutes down a rocky road. No, bitch. This is a 20-minute hike down a mountain and 45 minutes up this mountain if you take breaks the way I did. So that was a majority of my trip and it was just so amazing and it just gave me a lot of clarity on myself. Um, I hope it's helped me to be more patient with myself and to do, it's just more about doing whatever it is you want to do. It just made me realize if you want to do something, you can do it. You know, people don't travel. People, some people don't even leave the state. Some people don't even leave the city they're in. And it's very important to leave or go visit other places so you can either humble yourself or you can be grateful for what you have and this was just an amazing experience I would definitely go on a solo trip again um of course I'm looking for a day where I go a little vacation you know but this definitely was amazing And I recommend this to anyone. Again, if you want to go see my pictures or video or my IGTV, go to my Instagram to my lovely lunatic Leo life. I will be having video footage soon on my YouTube, which is Miss TV Adrian. I'm sorry, Miss A. <laughs> my YouTube is Miss A TV Adrian. M I S S A. It's M I S S space A space. TV space A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E. Go follow me. Right now I have my um, Elephant Sanctuary Day is up there. So that's the only video I have so far. But 
I'm going to be posting a lot more. And again, this stuff already on my Instagram. So thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. And I hope you enjoyed what I talked about. If you have any questions for me, you can always email me at my lovely lunatic Leo life at yahoo.com or you can DM me, um, or Instagram. And just remember, do what you want to do. A solo trip is your time. You don't have to worry about anybody. You can clear your mind. And it's much deserved because you've been doing so much. You may be even going through a lot. You know, so do that. Talk to new people. Explore new things. And I'm telling you, I promise you, you will be happy. I was so happy and glowing for my trip. Everyone kept saying, you look so happy. And I truly was happy. I've had people look at pictures and be like, oh, you look so happy. And I'm just like, no, I was just either happy to be there or just putting on a face. But in Thailand, I was extremely, extremely happy. So thank y'all for that was tuning in. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to my lovely lunatic Leo life, y'all. And I'm out. Another show over and done. 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 Don't be too sad, I'll be back another night. Another show, over and done. Don't be too sad, I'll be back another night. Mm.